Hello and welcome to our semi-annual Last Call episode, Summer 2023 edition, which marks the end of Season 9 of the Neat Glass-sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I am Ed. So, every six months, we like to give ourselves a break from our regularly scheduled tomfoolery, humble brag about who's listening to us all over the world, recap all the episodes, shorts, and other things that we've created in the past six months, and then provide you with a preview of what's coming up in the next six months in Season 10. And of course, there will be tangents. Uh-huh. But before we get to all that, Ed's just raring to go with our semi-annual list of special shout-outs. Right. Once again, thanks to everyone who's listening. I really think that the podcast is just getting better and better. There's stuff we want to branch out onto and try different things. But overall, I really enjoy those people who listen on a regular basis and being part of that Whiskey Tangent family that we have. Mm-hmm. So the shout-outs is a lot of familiar faces, but first I want to talk about the new guests. A good friend of mine, Andy, and his son, Drew, who have drank whiskey with us several times off the podcast, came on to do two podcasts, a full episode and a short. And then we had our good friend from Benash, Taylor, who is a icon down there along with her <laughs> father, Rich, and of course... Um, Uncle? Uncle Billy, I guess. We're yeah. just going to call him that. Sure. And so it's nice to have, you know, three brand new guests who've yeah, never been new on blood. before, which is always great. Right. And now here comes a lot of old blood. So <laughs> redundant blood. Oh. <laughs> which means Gabe must be coming up. <laughs> yes, Gabe was on four podcasts, yep. two full episodes and two shorts. Mm-hmm. Siobhan also was on four podcasts, two full episodes, a short, and the April news. Mm -hmm. It seems like their contracts are now that they have to be on an equal amount every season or else we have to pay compensation (laughs) to whichever one wasn't. Uh, Jeff was on three podcasts, one full episode, a short, and of course we did It's All Jeff's Vault. Mm. Sue was on for a full episode and the April news also, so she was on for two podcasts. Our good friends Marty and Rachel were on for two podcasts, a full episode and a short. And Anders, the master mixologist, was on for a full episode. And he'll be coming back again as soon as we can get him back on. Yes. So that's the shout outs as far as who was here and what they did. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of the people have already had jackets and some people are slowly progressing towards jackets. Working toward it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next things we do is the listener stats. Yeah. I love this. We call it Ed's Ego Hour. (laughs) So by the time this comes out, we will have surpassed 35,000 downloads. So again, that's still about 5,000 per season. At least we're not going down yep. which is a good sign well i mean we thought three thousand was a lot so yeah, or we thought one thousand was a lot right we're yeah. like we, we got a thousand listens in six months yeah right so uh, we have a very loyal fan base we do thank you it's so much for so listening interesting honestly to me that we have so many people that listen to us and yet it seems very difficult to expand that i'm not sure yeah i want to be clear that we're cheapskates right we have no advertising budget we rely on word of mouth and people that we meet and people that we contact in the industry. Yeah. I think we need like two 16 year old girls and like an iPad <laughs> yes. to just, you know, I mean, to- yeah, so we're, we're not very social media savvy and uh, right. I'm really introverted. So I don't really reach out and like, I read a lot of things on social media, mm-hmm. but I'm not a poster of social media at all. I mean, Ed is more so, right. and he does post things on Facebook and stuff. I have a lot of intentions. I don't always follow through with as much as I should. I well, think. also we have full-time jobs that we're doing. Right, yeah. So I mean, even though Ed retired, he's still trying to build a business of his own. Right. And I have a full-time job that I've been working for 25 years, so which right. pays a lot more right. than right. the podcast pays. Right. And being a part-time alcoholic is not a full-time job, but it feels <laughs> it's a like part-time job. Right. It's also sometimes rough putting this out. You know, the schedule. There's yeah. only two of us, and by two of us, Scott does 83 and a half percent of the work so i mean scott bears a lot of the production and the editing and all and that and i can't thank him enough for that and i know he likes it so it's fine i do it it works but it works well for us um i spent like one half hour trying to learn how to do audacity program and then i'm like oh scott's just gonna do it okay good (laughs) so it worked out well but we're very happy with thirty-five thousand downloads and all of you who listen we really enjoy having you as friends and family and fans. Agreed. Right. All right. So give so, us the stats. Okay. So we do the states first and then we'll do the countries. So the states, we have a top 10 that we always go through and the top eight did not change. Right. So we have New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, California, Maryland, Florida, New York, and Texas. Those are the same. Right. And I think them not changing is why I say it's my fault. Like I should be shaking it up. There's no reason I think that the top eight should stay. I should be moving some of the ones in the next eight into that one the problem is this i should be going through this data with scott and i should be attacking the next eight states you know what i mean all right so here we go right there was movement at the bottom of the list so nine and ten moved up 
So there were 10 and 11. Georgia moved up one spot from 9 to 10, and Michigan moved up one spot from 10 to 11. Right. Now, I did visit Georgia during the season. <laughs> That's true. You did. <laughs> I did visit and pass out cards. So maybe my one-man crusade into Atlanta helped us. <laughs> it's possible. Um, 11 was Virginia. They moved up from 12 to 11, but who dropped out of the top 10 was Ohio. So Ohio was nine, mm -hmm. and they dropped out to 12 to put Michigan in the top 10. Okay. Uh, the other movers, uh, up and down, uh, Delaware moved down four spots from 16 to 20. I don't know what you're doing down there in Delaware. You're so close to us here. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Wisconsin moved up five spots from 25 to 30, and Utah moved up six spots from mm. 29 to 35. Utah! They finally got over. <laughs> they finally got over you trashing them. They no. got over the rant from three years ago where I, I had a moment with Utah. <laughs> Fun fact. In fact, uh, Pennsylvania in season nine actually beat New Jersey Listens by 22 downloads. That's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty um, impressive. I would love New Jersey to be our 50th most popular state because I'll tell you right now, that would mean that we were doing some work. <laughs> yes. If, we get if millions of right, downloads. Right. I always told Scott I wanted to be popular enough that there's websites dedicated just to hating us. <laughs> I want to be that famous where there's actually people that go like, Ed and Scott don't know anything. Com. What if there is on like Reddit or something? I'd be great. I'd yeah. love to be getting trashed on Reddit right now. Please go on Reddit and get trashed. <laughs> Reddit slash Ed and Scott suck. Yeah, just be a pal and just, you know, copy it and send it to whiskeytangent.gmail.com. Yeah, we'd read Absolutely. it on air. Absolutely. Fuck it. Who cares? Right. Um, so now we go to the countries. We only have one new country this time. Well, we're running out of countries that yeah, speak I mean, English. Yeah, right? I mean, sure. So one country. So that brings our total to 94. If the country is. Malaysia. Malaysia. I was looking for overseas retirement opportunities before I got into my second career. I'm like, mm. I looked at what my retirement was going to be. I'm like, well, I can't retire in New Jersey. I might have to go retire in Malaysia. <laughs> or Mexico. Or somewhere. Yeah, but I went to somewhere with English. and well, people speak English in Mexico. Sure. I would think in Portugal. You have yeah. to spend a little bit more money if you want to go to Portugal, though. Yeah, but I'll tell you, though, I've had people tell me that living in Brazil is amazing. Mm. I mean, there's some little bit of danger to it, but it's beautiful people, it, beautiful culture. It's, it's dangerous, yeah. So the top 10 countries, mm -hmm. top four remain the same. Do you remember what they are? United States. Yeah. Canada. Yes. We do this every time. The third one's weird. Um, Not too weird. Ireland. No. But very close. England. United Kingdom. So I will give you that. Right. The judges give you that. Well, that's North Ireland though. So, so is Ireland fourth? No. You always forget this one. Belgium. Germany. Oh, that's right, Germany. <laughs> I was so close with Belgium. I know. So the bottom five changed, though. Moving up one spot from six to five is Mexico. Very close to Germany. Mexico could overtake Germany next time. That's awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah. And then switching with Mexico was Spain. Down from five to six. India stayed the same at seven. Israel moved up three spots from 11 to eight. South Africa moved down two spots from seven to nine. France stayed the same, tied now for ninth. And falling out of the top 10, technically, Afghanistan. Yes, <laughs> finally. 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 Sorry, Brian. We don't have a lot of telepound support. No. And uh, moving up 12 spots, impressively, from 33 to 21, New Zealand. I mean, there's someone in New Zealand that likes us. Yeah, somebody listened to like basically 25 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and another one, Jamaica, moved up 10 spots from 37 to 27. All right, so listen, whoever you are in New Zealand, email us at whiskeytangent at gmail.com and let us know who you are. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Same thing, uh, hey, man, to hey, your Jamaican fan. Hey, man. Same thing, whiskeytangent gmail.com. Same thing for anybody who's listening in another anybody. country. Hey, Malaysia. Anybody in Malaysia. Anybody. Anyone in Malaysia who's listening. Uh, Thailand, Ireland, Sweden, Taiwan, Anybody Honduras, overseas, give Columbia. us a shout out. Let us know how you found us. If, is there any whiskeys from your area that you'd like us to try? I mean, is there a Malaysian whiskey? I don't even know. Ooh. I'm sure there is. Oh, yeah, that'd be Nice. So um, send us a bottle. So that's great. Got anything else with the geography? <laughs> no, no. The stats are over. The next thing we do is the season nine recast. You ready? The fun part. Yeah. So we did nineteen podcasts in season nine. We had six full numbered episodes. We had six whiskey shorts, two of which were bonus, six whiskey news episodes, and one whiskey vault with Jeff. Yep. Now, how many whiskeys we drank? Last season, in season eight, we had 54 that we drank in that season, yeah. which brought our grand total on air to 264. Right. That was our total. This season, in season nine, we drank 33, which brings our grand total to 297. We're just... <laughs> 
under 300 whiskeys I tasted you, on air. I don't know. I, I bet we've missed one somewhere. <laughs> it's possible we missed one, but I don't know if we missed three. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty thorough. That's but fair. we're going to pass 300 in one episode. Right. Yeah. But, well, for example, I drank on the news that we didn't talk about. Mm. Like, so we didn't feature it, but I did drink a different whiskey. Right. Yeah. These are ones that were featured, right? Right. Because right. on the news and on this, we drink whatever. Right. We drink whatever. I'm drinking a Willet Rye right now. Yeah. What am I drinking? You were drinking the- Oh, uh, the Ezra Brooks cast strength I got for my birthday. That's right. Yeah. All right. So the recaps, excluding the news episodes, of course, we don't need to go through those. Uh, Even though funny stuff happens on the news, please listen to the news. Yeah. (laughs) But I understand that the news is a little bit dated, but it's also a time capsule of what's going on. So. Right. It's still worth listening to. If you were to come back and listen to the news episode that's coming out next, a year from now, you'd still learn stuff. Right. And it also gives really good detail about what whiskeys are being released. Now, maybe you might miss that release, but you're going to learn about 10 really good whiskeys that come out every year. Right. So the first thing that we did in season eight was episode with 62, Moonshine versus White Dog, Bourbon Evolution 1. These glasses are filled with regret. Yeah, and I do regret it. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) You think being six months out from that, I'd be like, hey, it was worth it. It really wasn't worth it. Um. Uh, I guess, Not from a taste standpoint. I guess we had to do it, but we did it for you people. Um, what do you mean, you people? We did it for all you people out there so you don't have <laughs> you to do it. You whiskey people. <laughs> so you don't have to suffer and wonder like, hey, should I buy that Climax Moonshine to try it? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's terrible. If you're going to drink Moonshine, you want a banana pudding one or an apple pie moonshine like you get around the holidays that your loser dirtbag piney friend makes you know what i mean no offense gabe right so on this episode we drank three sort of whiskeys uh the tim smith's climax moonshine the buffalo trace mash number one white dog and the old smoky apple pie moonshine this was with uh siobhan and sue this was the first in a trilogy of episodes about how bourbon came to be oh yeah uh, we had sue and siobhan on that episode yeah. drinking that shit with yes, us yes oh my god what did we hate them <laughs> How do they still talk to us? They literally that? say that in the episode. Okay. It's like, do you hate me? <laughs> Seriously. What are we thinking bringing them on? Well, what I was thinking was that it would provide a lot of comedy, and it did. Oh, it did. Yeah. For sure. It really did. And I will say this. The climax was terrible, but the Buffalo Trace White Dog, which was terrible, however, different than the climax. And you could see, because remember, this is what Buffalo Trace becomes. This is yeah. This is Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare before anything's been done to it. So you can taste the quality in there it's hard to explain it tastes terrible but yet the complexity <laughs> is there once aged right you can, you can see, see where it. it goes i don't think everybody with the regular palate could taste it but scott and i could definitely taste what the potential was kind of like if you was to pluck some raw meatball meat oh i've seen my buddy mike do it he'd pull a piece of a uh, meatball mixture up and he'd pop it in his mouth to taste if the seasoning was right oh i see just a little bit yeah like yeah, a little yeah. he would take a little bite of it so he would know the flavor to see if he had mixed it enough and, right. and seasoned enough because it's the dose right, right. like you're yeah. not eating a full burger no you're no, just no, eating no, a no, tiny no, no. bit he to took, see if you he got the took a little right. nugget of it and would put it in his mouth and, oh, and interesting yeah. and so i think that's a good example of what the white dog was to me like i can tell that it's ready to cook you know yeah I got so you. it was a great experience for that one part that one part opened my eyes had we had like lemonade or, or mixed some juice with that, we could have got that down pretty easy. Yeah, we talked about uh, mixing in uh, Mountain Dew and that for right. that, and the, right. the X's on the bottle. Each X was a, how many times it was distilled. Mm-hmm. A lot of history there of the moonshiners and stuff. We went through all that. But the funny moments that I remember <laughs> from this is uh, we started talking like 30s era gangsters, like in uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you go to the podcast, you got to go to work, you know, this is a, an evolution of bourbon and, you know, but it's very patriotic, right? This is what they were drinking like in the 17, 1800s. You know? Yeah, Shane, this is what they were drinking. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even before that, before they started talking. Like right. That. Yeah. Before that, that was like the 30s, but yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, wrong. Would I turn the gas on if my friend Siobhan was hiding in the stove? <laughs> would, would I do that? Yeah. You might, Travis. You might. Now look, would I turn on this gas if my friend Rocky was in there? <laughs> you might, Travis. You might. <laughs> Remember that at all? <laughs> no, you don't. I don't remember that at all. No. Oh shit! Well, six months ago, so yeah. Yeah, um, I told you guys to interrupt me during the long history, yeah, yeah. and you did it literally in the first sentence. <laughs> 
The word moonshine dates back to 15th century England when it was used to simply describe the light coming from the moon. A bit later, it began You're being- You're going really deep on the word moonshine. Uh, uh, you went back to moonshining yeah. as the origin story. <laughs> exactly. The what happened was the moon would shine down, so that's where they got moonshine. You know so. why? Because we were a grassroots <laughs> yeah, that's right. podcast. Yeah. So that's right. Okay. It's literally one sentence. <laughs> You told us to jump in. I did. I did. This is all my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we all did it. Yeah. You all just piled on. Um, There's a hysterical cricket tangent. Oh, it's a wonderful night for some moonshine. Let's drink some whiskey. Go blind. It's a wonderful night for some crickets. Let's sing some songs and they'll whine. I picture crickets with like top hats. Yeah, they're much more blue collar. They're much more blue collar. <laughs> they are. They hang out by the dumpster and smoke cigarettes. And, and, and drink coffee. Ham like and eggers. Like, hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> hey, Sue's coming over. She's a hottie, huh? She's almost my size. You know what I mean? I don't know I'm available. <laughs> She's almost my size. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go cricket, you never walk right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh my God. Oh, crickets wow. for that comic. Yeah. yeah. And then we had a lot of fun with the white dog tasting notes that Sue was giving us. Right. The mouthfeel is big and boldly tingles. Okay, now that's yeah. just rude. It is big, mold, big it bold. It is, and it boldly tingles. Was, wasn't yeah. that your name? Big, big and boldly bold tingles? tingles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> BBT. It's my, it's my, yeah, it's my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> big boldly tingles is in the house. <laughs> Twenty-seven. <laughs> Twenty-seven <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> Ooh, that's not Look nice. it up. Yeah, it's like ten inches. Yes, that's it nice. Is. Yeah, that's not true. But <laughs> ask me how I know twenty-seven centimeters. He doesn't even know. know. He doesn't know <laughs> because I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he doesn't know because he know that's a lie. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But if you're careful to hold it in your mouth <laughs> for about five seconds, it becomes surprisingly soft. <laughs> Wow. That's so it tastes like whiskey dick. Okay, great. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> and then, of course, at the end, the terrible cocktails that I made with the moonshine, the names were good, but nothing can help that fucking awful no. moonshine. And so this is moonshine, sugar, and bitters. I'm getting Avon mini lipsticks. Oh. Avon mini lipsticks. From the 80s. Do you no, remember those? Yeah. No, I'm taking it. I almost, hold on. Oh, shit. I smelled it again. <laughs> Damn it. God, it smells so bad. But She's that, on to something here. So, not that it's a good thing. Right. Okay, not, right we're no. just, we're no, just trying but, to associate yeah. this with something. But I want to see what just... fancy name you came up with with the last one, Mr. Oh, Green. so the third one I, I made was the Boulevardier. Ooh. Which is uh, whiskey, vermouth, and Campari in equal measure. I can't and, believe I'll be looking forward to the Campari. And, and the name I came up with is the Bootleg Vardier. Nice. <laughs> 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 uh oh. I mean, really, the names are why I made the drinks. It was like a one layer of sadness on the other. I really went home sad. If it wasn't for the great company and the funny, I was like, we couldn't wait to get off the air and drink anything else from our bar. Anything. I know. I know. This was all my fault. I, I was the one who created this trilogy but then, of episodes. I think the funny part is then we were committed, so we had to go to the next episode, which Scott will tell you about now. Right. But before that, we went way up the scale because right. somebody retired and got right. awesome whiskeys. So we featured three Ed's retirement whiskeys on the podcast, the first of which was the short that came out between 62 and 63. Right. The Hearst Cognac finished cast-strength bourbon. Seven and a half years old. It was the most expensive bottle ever given to me mm. by anybody. Mm-hmm. 200 plus dollars. And it was delicious. Yeah, the most expensive full bottle that yes. we had on the podcast. Yes. Because we had the handy once, but that we only had a sample of that. Right. The Hearst story is, once again, one of those incestuous whiskey industry stories that dovetails yep. with all, lots of other brands, including Shenley, Heaven Hill, Beam Family, I.W. Harper, Michter's, Buffalo Trace, Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. It's just a great story. Yeah, and it pops back up on Doug's vault because yeah. we take my Hirsch over against his six-year Hirsch and debate which one we like better. And yeah. two of us liked the six-year, which was a $90 bottle, better than the $215 bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funniest moment of the short was we went on a tangent about Szechuan peppercorns because <laughs> right. it was the tasting notes and then you you had a problem with that. I got offended because yeah. you know why. Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey wash on the nose, warm chocolate, wildflower honey, molasses, and toasted brown bread with bright citrus and floral notes that evoke Szechuan peppercorns, as well as vanilla bean paste, maple sugar candy, and an earthy note like chopped fresh button mushrooms. 
All right, well. On the palate, a fiery kick of sweet, juicy pears, graham crackers, and a savory character like a pinch of tomato paste. Mm, interesting. On the finish, lingering tannins with notes of roasted green tea, puffed rice cereal, and vanilla. I'm glad that the barrel spirits guy is... <laughs> Is working moon, for is moonlighting at whiskey wash now with his szechuan peppercorns and his uh roasted green tea <laughs> and his fresh button mushrooms i know i chopped. mean chopped, chopped they have to be yeah i feel sometimes they do it to impress each other like oh you know like yeah oh let breaking bourbon suck on this you know what i mean yeah. szechuan peppercorns yeah. breaking bourbon take that i, I know because know. people don't know the difference between peppercorns and szechuan peppercorns like i know there's probably a difference yeah. but how different is it and maybe you know the reviewer could come back and be like it's not my fault ed that you have a <laughs> Traveled around the world trying peppercorns. Well, that's, like I that's also true. But I'm speaking for like the average drinker. And in fact, if you <laughs> listen to our last call, you heard how many whiskeys we've tried. Yeah. So it's not like I haven't been doing my homework, Whiskey Wash. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here. <laughs> All right, so the next thing is the episode 63. So we're moving up the scale from Moonshine in our trilogy of episodes. Right. We did Corn Whiskey versus Light Whiskey, Bourbon Evolution 2. It tastes like envy with Gabe and Jeff. Right. Now, there was a whiskey that saved the day here. We'll get to that. But yes. The Corn Whiskey. We, we did start, the Still House first. We got the Still House, which you've all probably seen. It's that kerosene-looking can at the bottom shelf. It looks like the, a can of turpentine. Right, in the liquor store. And it's terrible. <laughs> it's not much better than the Climax. Nope. I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I would take it over the Climax. But uh, Yeah, I guess. But with uh. tears on my cheeks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then we had the Mellow Corn and um, from Heaven uh, Hill. from Heaven Hill, good company. Mm -hmm. And um, drinkable, right? Wasn't is it bad. Bottle and Bond? But it is Bottle and Bond. Right, so it's a Bottle and Bond. You know, I'm a sucker for Bottle and Bond. Which yeah, yeah. Made, You're a whore for it. We'll, I, we'll I mention that I later. I just don't understand <laughs> how it can be four years old and still be corn whiskey and be that bad. But, but it was good. It was better than stuff we had. And I know there's some, you know, devotees out there to the mellow corn okay yeah so we mentioned the difference between corn whiskey and light whiskey so what's corn whiskey what's light whiskey how is it different than bourbon we've explained all right, that right. and to your point there the reason why corn whiskey isn't as good as bourbon is because the mellow corn can't be finished in new chard it's finished in used charred barrels in which, fact their own elijah craig barrels right which makes them wonder how it could be technically a bottle and bond but i guess right because bottle and bond doesn't mean anything about the aging it just means the proof where well, it's where it was it aged. Be four years old that that's the length of the age, not oh, what it was aged in. Oh, right. Yeah. But bourbons, I thought, had to be. Bourbons is new charred oak. Oh, but that's what makes it a corn whiskey. Exactly. Oh, oh late to class at much, Ed? <laughs> that was the opening sentence of the conversation. We did a whole episode on this. I know. I know. A lot of trauma. I had to go to therapy about that, these two episodes. <laughs> that's why it's informative to listen to these yeah. episodes, because that's why I wanted yeah. to do these. And to be honest, I never went back and listened to those episodes after the first time, because it was just kind of like sub uh, low-key angry about them both. Right. So there's a lot of funny moments in this one, but the two that I remember the most. So Jeff reading the mellow corn tasting notes, which <laughs> yep. prompted a banana versus plantains tangent. Right. <laughs> Jeff, I think you have the tasting notes on this. So. Yeah. Tell us what we're supposed to taste. Okay. Here. What we're supposed to taste is nose, youthful corn scent with a healthy dose of vanilla, sweet plantains, and light oak. Okay. Sweet now, plantains. I don't, I don't taste any plantains. No. Mm -mm. Uh, vanilla, yes. I mean, there's sweetness there, but there's no banana on that. Corn scent, Excuse yes. me. Plantains on a banana is bleeding from fucking... <laughs> wow. It's it just looks like a fucking banana. Unnecessary. Jesus. It's similar. It's similar. <laughs> now, Ed's just splitting hairs with me, bitch. It doesn't taste no. banana. Banana like it tastes plantain more like you're an American. It's a right. Mexican banana. Oh my god, <laughs> we definitely have to cut Mexican banana. No, that sounds offensive. To me. I love Mexican bananas. <laughs> if you like Mexican bananas and getting sued all the time, if you want to come off like a bigot, I like a senorita when you take it, wear a soprano all the time. Go ahead, did, what were you saying, Jeff? Jeff? Did you finish the tasting notes? <laughs> Palette. <laughs> Corn. Oh, there's dry, corn. Dried <laughs> banana chips. Oh, banana chips up my ass. Right? Dried banana yeah. chips. In your face, Ed. Let him finish. Dried healthy American banana chips, <laughs> toasted oak, and mixed nuts. And the second thing is um, you whining about Jeff getting more of the cocktail that I made at the end, <laughs> which ended up Jeff coining the name of the episode. 
Yeah. I, I don't prefer it to the usual way I make Manhattans, but... But it uh, is 10 proof uh, higher? Yeah, it's boozy, because like, you can taste a little bit of, like, peanut quality, which makes it taste like peanut butter and jelly sandwich Jeff, a little bit. what do you think of yours? Because yours is like, I feel like Scott gave you more than I had. <laughs> no, it's just the, the <laughs> oh level of the glass. Mm. Oh, my God, Ed. <laughs> you know, it, it tastes like envy, I think. <laughs> 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 All right, so the next thing that we did after that was a short for the Whiskey Madness Invitational 2023, the Tournament of Drampians, also yes. with Gabe and Jeff. Very we exciting. Same night. So this is something that we do every year. We do an invitational. Right. But this particular idea, I was waiting until we did four Whiskey Madnesses so we could put all the winners pitted against each other in a blind tasting. Yeah, and I think we had at least two of the bottles, maybe three. Maybe three of the original ones because right. we had just Bullet Rye was them. different for sure. The right, because you can get that ever. It's very but consistent. I, we definitely had the Larceny Bower Proof mm-hmm. and definitely had the old line. The old line this year's winner. Right. So the funniest moment in this one was that you innocently said the phrase fluid to wood exposure. <laughs> oh, because they use the small barrels. Right. 15 gallons, I think. Yeah. 15 gallon barrels. It's much more fluid to wood exposure. And similar to the old line. <laughs> yeah. they, they put theirs in the smaller barrels also. Right. What did I say? Oh, no. What did he say? He said wood. He said the fluid to wood ratio. Yeah, the fluid to wood ratio. Oh, wow. (laughs) So much work. It slipped by me. Oh, wow. That often does. (laughs) At least I didn't say it slipped into me. (laughs) Continue. Also, I just wanted to say that when we all tried to predict which one was before we revealed them, I was the only one that was right. Yes, you. You guys right. were wrong. So I just want to say that. Ha <laughs> ha. And the old line won, right? The old line won, which is why you should go out and buy an old line single malt cast drink. They do have a lower proof expression. Yeah. You want to get the cast drink. The lower proof is still good, but it's not the one that won everything. Exactly. All right. So the thing that we did after that was the third in the Bourbon Evolution trilogy, the current versus future whiskey, the Tears of the Elk with Anders and Taylor. Yes. That was great. So this showed how far, because finally we were able to drink really good whiskey, yeah. how far whiskey making came from its roots. Right, and also the second tier of that was how far it's come back since Prohibition destroyed everything. Right. We did the Joseph Magnus triple cask finished bourbon. That was the second of Ed's retirement gifts that we did. We did the Old Elk single barrel bourbon. It was a Benash pick. And the Colonel Taylor (laughs) four grain bourbon, NGP source, but the Benash's own bottling. Yes, and had our guest Taylor on the label eating a ear of corn. Right, Colonel spelled K-E-R-N-E-O. And Taylor, of course, spelled like her. This episode came out better than I even expected, Like, because we had great discussion about the current and the future yeah. states of whiskey in America. And actually, not to interrupt you, Scott, but it's almost like a second whiskumentary. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. sort of my intention. Yeah. yeah. So it's like we did a whiskumentary, and then we did another whiskumentary halfway through the year. Yeah. So this was something that I had an idea to do and it was about, but I just kind of didn't want to wait because we wanted to know what moonshine and white dog tasted like. We wanted yeah. to see what light whiskey and corn whiskey tasted also, like. You want to go back and hear the story how I followed some stranger through multiple neighborhoods to get to the oh. Buffalo Trace white dog. Somebody yeah. I met in a liquor store and just like, oh, I got some white dog come to my house and get human trafficked or murdered or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't creepy at all. No, nah, he was a good guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, I, IPAJ. I, yeah. <laughs> IPAJ. So the funny moments in this podcast that I remembered, uh, so we uh, made fun of uh, Mada, Mada hats. <laughs> In 1964, bourbon gets named a distinctive product of the United States by congressional resolution after industry bigwigs become paranoid that the rest of the world has eyes on stealing America's signature spirit, which reiterated its manufacturing rules and established that it can only be made in America. Right. It made the first hats that said, make America drunk again. (laughs) Matter? I'm mad at you. They are now available on the podcast website, everybody. Make America drunk again. WhiskeyTater.com. Uh, Taylor had a story about people calling the liquor store for Blanton's. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, counterpoint from Taylor. So. Um, <laughs> Deep breath. Because I think she deals with the assholes I'm talking about who come in looking for this. I do. I can't believe you um, don't have this. You call yourself a liquor store. Exactly. So they're cherry pickers is what they are. Yeah. 
my dad, Richard Benash. Sure, he likes Manhattan. Hi, dad. <laughs> we typically on the weekends go against each other, have a tally of who gets the most phone calls for Blanton's. I oh, love, I love wow. it. Yes. So far, I hold the record for one Saturday. Just myself got 36 phone calls for Blanton's. Shut your mouth. That's yes. absurd. Yes. And the best is when it's like, do you have any Blantines? Wow. Do you have any Blantines? <laughs> you mean Ballantines? I've said that. I was like, is that what you're looking for? And they're like, no, it's got a horse on it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God damn it. I'm like, ah, shit. Um, and Taylor brought outfit changes for each bourbon era in my history that I read. And later she let Anders borrow one. Honors, what are you thinking over there? You've been kind of you're, quiet. Yeah, you've been, been spilling onto my shirt. <laughs> well, he's a little messy over here, so um, it's okay. He's going to put on my uh, flappers outfit. Thank God you came in with so many outfits. <laughs> Seriously, don't I worry. I love about having it. options. Uh, that's right. No, I, uh, one of the things that struck me before I added the water to it, and uh, I'm going to let this open up a little bit more. He added about eight drops. I really liked the mouthfeel on it. There was that pepper up front. It's definitely. <laughs> I feel like so visceral, like like yeah, an oily mouthfeel. It's still sure. hanging it's on. It's really, yeah, it yeah. like coats. It's got crazy legs it's on the nice. glass, too. So does Anders in that dress. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the flapper dress? Check out the gams on Hell that yeah. thing. Oh. See? Red, yeah. red is hey, a man. color on you, baby. She's hey, what are you doing over there wearing that flapper dress? <laughs> She's a real looker. Talk about being a sweat. I'm swelling over here. Oh my God. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep that in. That's Keep what she in. said. That's what she said. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> I know. She was great. So like dumb. For a first time on a podcast, she was terrific. You would never believe it. I felt like we were coming into her podcast. Yeah, she was on our wavelength from the beginning. But anyone who's ever been in Benatch with her knows she holds court the whole time she's in there. Mm-hmm. She's personality plus, that's for sure. After that was a bonus short and the third of Ed's retirement gifts, yes. so a trilogy of its own, the Calumet Farm 16-year bourbon. Yeah, and I just had this this week again, and it's good. It shouldn't be mentioned in the same breath with the first two. Yeah. And for a 16-year-old whiskey, it just comes up a little bit short on the complexity. I've seen it for as low as 125. Would I buy it for 125? The answer is no, I really wouldn't. There's just too much good stuff out there to buy. But if you are interested in it, don't take my word for it. They have one of the coolest looking bottles and their labels are fire. In a blind tasting, it would perform pretty well. But the, once you know it's a 16 year, then you're like, eh. right. Like, is it 16? I would say if it was like 90 a bottle, it'd be like almost like a mm, must buy. Yeah. But, Agreed. But at Agreed. 130 to 150, you're like, mm, that's a little rough. You know? <laughs> So the funny moments in this one were the jockey on the bottle getting some action. That loss would mark the start of an astonishing winning streak over the next two years. And by the time they captured the 1948 Triple Crown and Horse of the Year, they had amassed 27 first place and two second place finishes out of 29 starts. Eventually becoming the first horse and jockey in North America to finish first in 16 consecutive races and to top $1 million in career earnings. Yeah, I don't know how uh, jockeys do in action, Scott, but mm-hmm. that guy was probably... Oh, we got a lot. He was probably yeah. like living a life right there. You know who didn't like him? All the other jockeys. <laughs> I guarantee you. Oh, that's for sure. Hey, eat a dick there, Kara. (laughs) That's what your mom said last night. (laughs) And also the horse. The 10-year single black rack is 100 proof. The horse is Bull Lee, one of the few stallions in history to have sired three Kentucky Derby winners. Mm. Caramel, vanilla, bold oak leather, woodchard, toasted honey, and baking spices, that's 90. Wait, go back to the horse. (laughs) Bull Lee? Yeah, he deserves a little more credit for that. Okay. So so, he sired three Kentucky Derby winners. Did he win anything himself? Do we know that? Apparently, no. He wasn't that good. Wow. But But his kids were. Right. He was good at one thing, everybody. (laughs) Banging out other horses. <laughs> well, you know, you got to take the edge off. Right, the horses got to get some too. Right. I mean, some of them that's their whole job when they stop racing. Uh, so the next thing we did was episode 65, cocktails. Yeah. The AI generated whiskey cocktails, the 200th podcast with Gabe and Siobhan, who are our most frequent guests. Right. So we had our most frequent guests on our 200th episode with our most cutting edge topic using AI to choose what cocktails we would make. 
Yeah, this was another idea I had for a while. Just let's make AI cocktails. And I just had to wait for a cocktail episode to come up. We made one with bourbon, one with rye, and one with scotch. So the cocktails were the Smoky Sunset Serenade, which had bourbon and mezcal in it. The mezcal was a mistake, AI. It was. But we asked them to make something no one's ever made, and that's what they did. It was a mistake. (laughs) Right. Uh, the Misty Highlands Elixir, which was uh, scotch and ginger liqueur. Nice. Which was really good. And the Whiskey Harvest Reverie, which was rye, pear liqueur, and elderflower liqueur. Very good. Very good. Funny moments of this was uh, Siobhan was complaining that Gabe had more appearances than her. And joining us for these festivities are the two guest hosts with the most appearances on those 200 podcasts. First, Mayor Siobhan, who has 34 appearances. Hi, everybody. And of course, Sherpa Gabe, who has 43. Hi, guys. You know what? How is it that I live next door (laughs) and this guy has more episodes than me? Well, Siobhan, technically, you have a few unaccredited episodes. You actually have two or three unaccredited. If you count all the ones that you've spoken on. Oh. And the ones you've been in the background on. Right. You probably are the most ever. You probably are the most. I guess. Yeah, let her believe it. Well, I will say this. Gabe's never on the couch at the end of an episode going, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like you've done that at least a dozen times. Just keep buttering her biscuit and make her feel good. You're absolutely right. Someone needs to butter her biscuit. (laughs) Just just ask her. She'll tell you. Right. If you count the time that she's in the background giving us water and cookies and yelling with her own Mr. Microphone type device from the peanut gallery, I think she far exceeds everybody else. I believe she does. So Siobhan was trolling Gabe about his criticism of one of the drinks. Not a knock here, but one small hit against it is... Wait, wait. Before you say that, AI made this. He may destroy humanity, but go ahead. (laughs) No pressure. You want to criticize it, you go ahead because this is going to be on the internet. (laughs) It's really good, but there's just a lingering tartness. Okay. That could be well, tamped ta- down just a tad. No, it's fine. It's a hundred percent fine. I'm, I'm just I think playing it's devil's ma- advocate. I just think it's a matter no, you're of not. Taste. You're playing. I'm I think Gabe, a- and I have to say something. I think it's a matter. Of- <laughs> 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 oh, Gabe's leaving. Bye-bye. That's it. All right. Oh my god! Oh, it's like Howard Stern show. Come back, Gabe. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, Gabers! <laughs> now playing Robin Quiver. My hands are off. I'm waiting for an apology. Who's apologize? Scott, apologize. Hey, I'll do it. Gabe, I'm sorry you got upset. I'm sorry, Gabe. <laughs> the fake apology of the new millennium. And then, of course, we did a quiz key. Right. Um, when you tied Gabe. 150 for Ed. Tied Gabe. Get your hopes up. Mm, that is correct. Get a lot. Ed has tied Gabe. Up in his room, in my mind, <laughs> every night. Did you tie him to the headboard or the floor? No, on the floor in front of the bed, like a mm. dog that he is. <laughs> in a dog bed. Yeah. And none of this will make it to air, thankfully. I don't know what I'm going to do with this mess. <laughs> That's what I say after I'm finished with game. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are bitches. Holy shit. Well, now I have to keep it in. Now I have to keep it in. That's why I told Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) Which was just hysterical. Rough like your mother. Like your mother, Jake. Okay, so after we did that with Gabe and Siobhan again, uh, we did a short of the Blackened Times Will It Rye Showdown, plus our favorite Metallica song. So this was a sequel of sorts to our all-metal episode 48. We did our top metal groups. Oh my God, remember the metal episode? It was so peaceful and charming. Was it? Was it? Yeah. The way I remember it now. Yeah, it was two hours of shouting at each other. That's what I remember. Yeah, because our top 10 is a joke, but go ahead. (laughs) This time, though, we focused only on Metallica, their whiskeys, and gave our top Metallica song. We did the Blackened Rye, the Lightning, and the Blackened Willet collaboration that Ed had got me for my birthday. Which was last year, so that's how long we held that. I know. Siobhan had her Rye, the Lightning for a while, too. Yeah, so we held them for a while. Yeah. So the funny moments here were uh, Gabe was trying to give the tasting notes, but it was instead <laughs> smelling Siobhan's lotion. <laughs> it smells like a rye. It's, it's a very busy nose. It's giving me Angel's Envy. Oh, is nose. it? Yeah. Oh, you're getting a lot of rum then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rum and some uh, peachy apricot undertones. Yeah, definitely so, a little bit of tropical note I get. Yeah, maybe some pineapple coconut type. Uh... That's me, because I'm wearing pineapple coconut lotion. Oh. <laughs> You're Ooh. smelling Siobhan. You need to slide your seat over, mister. 
Uh, you're a little too close. Evidently, you're too close. I'm nosing the wrong thing over Get here. Get off her lap and smell your own whiskey. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was your neck. My bad. <laughs> Um, then you and Gabe breaking into Siobhan's apartment to steal her whiskeys. <laughs> that whole thing. Right. Probably go up to 90 on this bottle, but now you're talking about Fibonacci from Stellum. Yeah, so then, about- so then I got to make choices yeah. in my life. Yeah, but lucky for us, we have a Siobhan. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we know where the bottle's hiding. That's right. And you know that I'm not going to drink it like, like it's apple do. juice. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yep. Do you often have that mistake looking at a yep. liquid? liquid it's going to be color? awkward though when she like no. turns the light on the living room and like Gabe's climbing <laughs> the window and I'm propping him up. No, we have a rope ladder from my window to her oh, window. Oh, that's oh even better. God. Oh my God, yeah. You have to, you have to jump out and swing across. <laughs> Get some momentum. Then, then we would have to share it with you, Scott. We want to cut you out oh, as well. Oh, I see. So I we'll see. just swing down from the roof. Throw the bottle. I give you the whip. <laughs> uh, give me the stones, Dr. Jones. <laughs> And then um, this is where we introduced a new sound effect for giving shade to somebody because Siobhan had a fan. That she had a giant fan. Would have made any Southern church proud. Like It had the word shade on like, it. Like an eagle's wing. Like, yeah. Whap. Yeah. Whap. I'm not throwing shade. I know. It's okay. Uh, you just threw shade, though. I did. She has Sorry. a fan that says shade on it, and she thwapped it. Damn. Oh, shit. Wow. wow. Shade. And then just keep all that in. Yeah. I felt the walls shake. <laughs> Holy moly. Exactly. Right. So the next thing we did was episode 66, the new riff times three, how to get sued by Taylor Swift with Andy and Drew. Uh, we love you, Taylor. Yeah. First in our uh, maybe trilogy of deep distillery dives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy and Drew. Outstanding. First time on the podcast. Did a really good job. The new ref episode. I have to tell you, the thing I took away from that is maybe the best bargain in the whiskey industry. Mm. You're talking about whiskeys that are bottled bond. They're all bottled bond. $44. Except 40, for the single barrels. Right. $45. Freaking delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, we talked about your fetish for bottle and bond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one you're going. <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> you have a fetish for it. Yeah, you yeah. Really do. Like, I'm like, what does ball gags have to do with it? Oh, wow. If it's 115, I'll like add some water or, or maybe a cube to get it down to where I want to drink it. So that's why I think Bottle and Bond, I, I have a, I definitely have a fetish for it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I yeah, will, fetish is the word. Yeah, like if you come out. <laughs> get I, it yeah. out of your lap. I'll, at least you're saying lap, so I'll appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the top of the bottle is black. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, shit. Let me get All right. Um, we went on a ginger ale tangent. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It is very yeah, it good. Is. Definitely the ginger, candy ginger is in there. Like, But like a ginger ale to me, like a sweet ginger. Yeah, yeah there's an effervescent quality. And so yeah. candy ginger ale is really good. It's a sweet. Who, who was the good ginger ale? Was it, was it Canada Dry? Schweppes was no. better than ginger ale? Uh, Seagram's is the go-to Seagram's. ginger ale. Okay, Seagram's is I think, I think the one that I like. I think Canada Dry is the best. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go to war over that. Canada Dry is the basic <laughs> one. Shade. Yeah. Oh, my ass is basic. Oh. basic. <laughs> That's <laughs> like you think of ginger ale. Okay, yeah, you're going to think of Canada Dry, but if you want to elevate, you go a little bit of Seagram's. I agree, Drew. You're right. <laughs> Canada you. Dry is ass. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, I said okay. basic. <laughs> Andy, what do you think? <laughs> you're sitting next to Ed, remember? At the house, we have Seagram's. Oh, well, there you go. Ed, you're hanging out to dry. Well, sure. Canada Dry. But I'm. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were a ton of puns in this episode but talking about new riffs other expressions was something called backsetter they have two backsetter whiskeys uh backsetter is a term <laughs> that happens when you make love with me <laughs> I set that back right up for you a ba- oh. more like a back wrecker oh my god all right all right all right <laughs> unbelievable that he's single ladies unbelievable the new whiskey tangent unbelievable back wrecker bourbon back back breaker yeah back breaker back breaker back breaker I can't take your evil way over me your back breaker it's a back breaker drink taker spine maker don't you stick that thing in me 
shit. That was a good episode. Okay, so the Hemingway short was next. Uh, what a nice whiskey that was. That was. Really? Yeah. Once again, 20, 25 bucks higher than I'd like to spend on it. Yeah. But it was an interesting bottle. It's an interesting whiskey. Anytime you attach a famous person's name to a whiskey, I'm expecting it to be a little bit of a novelty. But no, this was a strong whiskey. It was pretty good. This is a company, I think their first whiskey that they put out, uh, yeah. they normally put out rums, which I've actually seen in the, the liquor store, Pilar Rums, it's named after Hemingway's yeah. boat. Yeah. So on this episode, funny things yep. on the short, Drew had his first clever pun. Uh, yes. Yeah. so sweet on the initial sip, but then, my God, my throat is peppering. Yeah. I was at a riot and they pepper sprayed my throat. A riot. Oh, <laughs> damn. Drew's first clever jab. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Drew was uh, quickly becoming a co-host. Yeah, Drew was pretty good. Um, And then we were talking about Hemingway's wartime medals, and you said Andy would have been great in 1932 because of his height. 30, the dude was a G. Like, yeah. He was a tough guy, man. They built him different back then. Yeah. Like, well, that's how Andy's built, but I, you know, but. Andy would have been great in 1930. <laughs> Andy, oh, five coming. foot eight of him. <laughs> shade. Yeah. Height shade from his own son. Wow. Less of a target. He would live longer. Drew, you'd have got cats two seconds under the beach. Like, shoot the tall one first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. don't feel bad, Drew. I wouldn't even get off the damn landing trap. Like, you're blocking the door. Get out of the way. We're trying to invade France. And Human like, shield. It's Human like shield. we're hiding behind you. Right. I get hit by 800 bullets. If you're <clears> aiming from a half mile away, who are you aiming at? Like, Drew or me? I'm like, I'm aiming at me from a half mile yeah. away. And Andy could be next because they would all go over his head. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why Andy would be good. That's right. Episode after that, we did 67, uh, Breckenridge times four, bourbon yep. cookies get birthday brothers banned in China with Marty and Rachel. Yes. Very good episode. Great whiskeys. Yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're limited by their size. Yeah. Um, Our second deep distillery dive yeah, on yeah. small craft. So I, the thing we took away was really good whiskeys, creative whiskeys, but kind of forced to lower the proof to get enough whiskey to, you know, meet the demand. Yeah. I think Breckenridge has become a little overwhelmed with their success. And so they got to keep their whiskey where it is yeah a bunch of funny moments on this we have oh. such fun with marty and rachel rachel used the big word bifurcated for our locker at the local we always yeah. have let's get something for cocktails and yeah. let's get something for right. sipping so we right. have kind of bifurcated the world of whiskey like, ting with the word <laughs> i looked that up what is that? Well, we just had a, a high vocabulary word. Siri. Bifurcated. B I F U R C A T. Can you use it in a sentence? Bifurcated. Oh my God. Scott just became a whole schooled Indian kid. <laughs> I'm a vocabulary hound in the sense that I appreciate people using it because I can't really pronounce things correctly. So <laughs> I have a lot of big words in my head, but they usually come out as some other word. And Scott has one of the most complete vocabularies that I know and so when she threw that out we had to stop exactly um, so you insinuated something about my parents concerning the fact that Marty and I are similar enough that we could be brothers that's right I said that you know maybe your mother is straight but you said it would most be likely probably my dad well, he used to be Big Marty, and I was Little Marty, and then all of a sudden I was and Big Marty. And then you Marty. were Big Marty. Yeah. <laughs> so. What's his middle yeah. name? His middle name's Steven, and I'm Thomas. Mm. So. Oh, that's my middle name. Yeah, I think yeah. we've uh, gone the there. Brothers. Right. Yeah. Brothers. Yeah. But he, uh, brothers I mean, from another You don't mother. know, but Marty and Scott are the two most similar people I've ever met that never knew each other. It's yeah, crazy. we do look alike. I was just telling my mom, because my mom was saying how the podcast was going. I said, well, yeah. our friends Marty and Rachel from the lounge, they've been on a couple times. And it's like, Marty is like if I had an older brother. Well, ask, she started ask Big Marty. Maybe he knows your mom. Yeah. Me. Hashtag yeah. uh, no. half brothers. No, no. I would probably be the opposite. It's like my dad knows his mom. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Your dad's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so. so we did um, a Chinese five spice tangent. Yes. Which sent you on a China bashing spree, which got us banned in China. Fennel, that's the other thing I tasted in the cookies that I couldn't place. Mm -hmm. And some five spices that we saw have Szechuan peppercorns in them yes. instead of ginger. Yeah. 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 But this actually had pepper, like the recipe pepper also, also called some fine oh. ground, regular The American cookies are pepper. amazing. Yeah. You have to cut this, but some have cinnamon, clove, bad yeah. uh. <sighs> I didn't say 
Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. Now I did. <laughs> now this. you did. Um, I didn't say. Now you did. That's Japanese, right? No, that's. Oh, China. that's Chinese too. Oh. And that's ancient China, not and, right now. Ancient that's Chinese right. secret. <laughs> yeah. Calgon, take me away. Yeah. yeah. I didn't say Tiananmen Square, did I? Mm. <laughs> oh. or, or one child policy, did the, I? The whiskey change podcast has been banned in China. Yeah, 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 yeah really. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be tremendously <laughs> successful. Film at eleven. <laughs> no, I, we yeah. don't get any numbers yeah. from China because oh, they restrict they everything. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry Bell's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds bad when you play it out of context like you just did. I had to beep three of them because they were just offensive. I wanted to say I love the people that I've met here from China. Mm. The ones I've met in college and stuff like that. Just want to put that out there. But yeah, I got a little problem with the country. Um, We exchanged birthday presents for me and Marty, which was fun. Then you got inappropriate again about Colorado with a nosing note of the last whiskey. (sighs) And then we said we'd keep it in. Rachel said she was going to sue us. That's right. Wood. Yeah, is it oak? Is it just oak that I'm smelling? Like, uh, there's definitely oak there. Yeah. Mountains. Sweetness. Am I smelling mountain? Is mountains. <laughs> it mountains and, and <laughs> what am I smelling? Oh my god. God, please cut that. No. Too soon. No. Yeah, always too soon. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> now he's gonna keep it because I'm laughing so much. <laughs> if we had just not laughed, he would have cut it. Well, well I can just deep out this. Part, and then no one will know what we said, and we're all laughing. Oh no! I will sue you. I can't. <laughs> you can't sue us when you're on the podcast. You either get sued or you don't get sued. Uh, ma'am, you are a party to this debauchery. You are. You're complicit. Oh, you're complicit. You're by your presence. Yeah. You have a 14 indictments. Ed has 18, but you have 14. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, Rachel's delicious bourbon molasses cookies. Right. And w- w- we were going to hold Marty hostage unless she gave us more of those. <laughs> right. <laughs> those cookies are crack. Yeah, I need, I need 10 Sis. a week. <laughs> Rachel, I'm going to need 10 a week delivered. <laughs> <laughs> I have two dozen frozen. 10 a week delivered if Marty have- doesn't leave here tonight. Like, Put the cookies in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> or it gets the hose again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It would take a lot of work to hold Marty hostage. It would. He's a big dude. Marty's so nice and easygoing. But I have to tell you, I would rather not mix it up with Marty. He's like a cross between me and you, right? He's yeah. got my height and he's got your weight. and like Not my weight. He's not big as me, but he's but got... He's between us. Right. So, he's right? got way more back than you have. Like, yeah. he's definitely yeah, a yeah. stronger guy. Yeah. So I just feel like he's the nicest guy, but... I wouldn't you, tussle with him. Yeah, though. like if you rushed him, he'd be like, that's a bad decision on your part. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to smack the crack out of you right now. Um, the next thing we did was a Whiskey Vault Series 2. It's all Jeff's vault. Don't be a scussy. <laughs> yeah, that was some really good whiskey. A great night of mostly delicious whiskey. There were a couple bad ones. 13 of them altogether. The top yeah. five were uh, the Deadwood Tumbling Dice Heavy Rye Single Barrel oh my Bourbon. God. I remember when we had that originally. It was so good. So it's one good. of the best whiskeys I've ever drank in my life, bar none. Yeah. Traverse City Whiskey Company Single Barrel Bourbon. Uh, the Cotswolds Founders Choice Single Malt from England. The Heaven Hills Jeff Select <laughs> Select Stock that he built himself down yeah. in Kentucky. And uh, Garrison Brothers Single Barrel Bourbon. Right, so I'll tell you right now, Jeff was a little buzzed up at the end. Oh, yeah. I should have stole that uh, tumbling dice, and he wouldn't have noticed it to this. He'd go for it like in five months and be like, I guess we finished it that night. (laughs) So there's a little thing of how the word scussy came to be. So Jeff actually coined that. I don't know why I don't like more scotch. Yeah, I mean, I think because I'm a scotch wussy, to be honest, but... (laughs) I don't like it really peaty. I don't like it really smoky. You know, yeah. I'm like, I don't like it grassy. So yeah. everyone right now in Scotch world is going like, yeah, exactly. You don't like Scotch. That's the problem. He's a scussy. <laughs> scussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went on a uh, kick cereal tangent. You yes. remember? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it has a cereal taste. Some kind of cereal, like um, cornflakes or something. Like an unsweetened Cheerios bastardized evil cereal. What's that terrible cereal? Like tracks or something? Like, well, oh, like, tricks? No, no. no not tricks. Evil kicks. kicks. Yeah, kids like. <laughs> kicks for what kicks has got. Mom's like, kicks for what kicks has not. <laughs> that, exactly. I hated, I hated kicks. Yeah. 
because kick cereal looks like it's going to be something good like crunch berries or something yeah, yeah. and it's just cornmeal it's yeah. there's no flavor to it yeah it's a big lie yeah. it's the first lie that corporate america gives you as a kid kicks <laughs> it's a kick in the nutsack is what it is that's what they call it kicks right right because <laughs> it kicks right. you in the nuts right because fuck you wouldn't fit on a box <laughs> it would but they'd get sued <laughs> You bastards at Kicks. Who makes Kicks? Is it General Foods? Who makes that terrible <laughs> cereal? Terrible I think it is General Foods. Oh, right my God. It's like flour it, and water. Yeah, and it's, it's this hard little yeah, thing. It's, it's like the equivalent of the corn whiskey episode. <laughs> it breaks your teeth. It's terrible. Just, um, so the next thing we did was uh, Jeff had a story about how he got another bottle of that tumbling dice, which was so delicious. <laughs> it was a clandestine meetup in the parking lot, and you said he traded his <laughs> anal virginity for that. <laughs> So we met at Manny from in the parking it, lot. Right. It was at night. <laughs> at night, and he had like trench coats on. Yeah. With nothing on underneath. Nothing I got gotcha. you. Nothing on underneath. Right. And we, and we traded something. <laughs> no bodily fluids or anything like that. Just liquid Li- gold. Liquid gold, right. What'd you have to trade for it? I think I traded a... Um, Anal virginity? No. It was... Um, <laughs> this is crazy. What's the way? It's a seven-year something. It's a something seven. Oh, oh, old Ezra. Old Ezra 7. It was old Ezra. Oh, so that's told old Ezra, which is also 117 proof. So you can call it a cast strength. That's anywhere from 60 to $80, depending on where you find it. So you value this pretty high then. Yeah. Good trade, you think? Oh, yeah, because you can get old Ezra tomorrow. You can't get this again. Yeah. Right? So Jeff brought this over one time when we were recording, just as I an remember, extra whiskey. Like, like three and a half years ago. Yeah. A long time ago. long time could, ago. But we like his first or second recording that he did with us. And I remember loving it so much. And he was like, here, just take it. Mm. Stand up guy that Jeff is. <laughs> just, just take my whiskey that you love. I no. will get another. Right, right, right. And, and now we know that after he did that, he had to go and, and do clandestine. have Trench coats and, and shit. Right, right. And anal sex and things just to get another bottle. I'm so sorry, Jeff. I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> the inappropriateness of our podcast. Right. Then you did two dumb things. Oh my God. So first, you counted the boxes yes. as whiskeys. Yes. So instead of the 13, we only had 11. We had to scramble for two more. And then oh, you... I don't uh, even want to... You tried to put eye drops in your eyes. And we will probably do a Garrison Brothers episode fully sometime in the future. What are you doing? I did this. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Okay, so... Uh, Ed is allergic to cats. <laughs> Jeff, as you know, has cats. And he's putting eye drops in his eyes, except for, for the fact that he forgot that he was wearing glasses. So he, he tried to put drops in his eyes through his lenses. Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> He shot his load on, on his glasses. He shot his load on the glasses. That's what he did. I can't thank I thank did you, that. Jeff. I can't even believe I did that. <laughs> now, to my credit, I only put him in one eye. I didn't do it in both. Uh, and like you said before, Jeff got super drunk. But luckily, he no, was... No, I said kind of buzzed up. Well, no, he got super drunk. But he was already home. Right. I mean, it was his house. Yeah. All right. I didn't pour Jeff any. He was yeah. still... Bring it. He was still drinking the other thing and washed Bring out his, it. Washed out his Luckily, glass. Luckily, we're at Jeff's house. Yeah, yeah. Jeff does not have to drive. All I have to do is fall out of the chair. <laughs> right. <laughs> Onto the floor. And neither do we because we Ubered here. Because the most important thing is to get home safe. We at the Whiskey Tangent nah, Podcast that's, that's not the most important thing. do not... <laughs> Jeff, do Jeff. not support driving while under the influence. Yeah, Please. Jeff. I'll drive you both home right now. <laughs> Into a tree. Several trees. Right. <laughs> Every branch on the way In down that tree. Time. Well, he, he asked me, like, what happened? Because he couldn't remember. Yeah, he doesn't remember coming upstairs, but no. Or Scott coming on his back. But the. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, wait, you got to cut it because we can't do funny stuff on the last call. What? Because then you have to drop into the last call. <laughs> It'll never end. <laughs> We're going to do this last call and the next last call? Right, right. Oh, my it God. never ends. Constantly the wormhole. Oh, we'll my God. You never get out of the wormhole. Never hole. get out of the wormhole. All right. So the last thing, it came out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The bonus short that we did with Marty and Rachel. This is an ongoing right. thing that we do. The right. pinhook vertical seven year in which we tasted the five, the six, and the seven right this is interesting we have a whole discussion on there about the gender of the horse i got a question on the number five yeah colt and we talked about possibly gelding later what's number seven has it changed no it's bourbon wars on all three bottles so it's the same horse but you could lose your parts at any point in your life right (laughs) so just a thought wow (laughs) 
So when the horse was running as a three-year-old, it was a colt. It then became a gelding. Well, we don't know that. No, I do know that. Oh, do you? I found out. You found out that? In the last week. Oh, shit. So what Marty said was right. Marty was right. So it's a gelding now, which means it's not having a career stud. No. It's still racing. Bourbon War. Wow. Because when you're a gelding, they race you until you can race no more. Until you die. Pretty much. Yeah, because you can't go out and stud because you you won't have any parts. Exactly. Other funny things that you said uh, you had run out of the five year that we were tasting, you were going to steal Rachel's from the podcast. Yeah. Because that's why I made her sit next to me. Exactly. And then that led to the queen. Because we can do a five to seven comparison yeah. after we do the six well, to seven. It's yeah. not. I think that's just, just I, enough. Just a kiss left. I'll take some of Rachel's. <laughs> so, that's why he wants me to sit there. That's right. He's a slower drinker than Marty. He's not getting mine. <laughs> I'm going to battle that out. That's right. I tried that last time, so I'm like, I don't want to sit next to Marty anymore. He drinks as fast as I do. That's why I'm sitting way over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Scott's like where like Robin sits on the Howard Stern show, so he's like in a booth <laughs> yeah. with a glass. Yeah. He's like in another room. I, I thought to put us all four across, um, but me, Marty, and Ed are giant people, and it's yeah. just, we'll, we'll squeeze poor Rachel, and I'm like, right. I can't move. <laughs> I don't sound like that. No, no you don't. Say, I can't move. <laughs> I can't move. Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, and she also said the rain in Spain stays mainly on Spain. It was very regal. I was The ghost of the queen is back. <laughs> oh my God. And then you gave Marty the Gabe treatment. You know, one thing I like to say about this, though, is like, I sit here and go, which one's better? I'm sorry, which we're out of time right now. <laughs> sorry. Good night, everybody. Good night. No, but oh, I, I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. No, I always like, you know, we taste these and I always like try to like, I got to pick one. I don't have to pick one. You don't. I can, no. I can like all of them. And actually, I do like yeah. all of them. And they're different all different, reasons. right? Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. You don't have to say, oh, because the seven's older, I like it better than the six. To be completely honest, they are different whiskeys, even though they're the same juice, because yep. one's yeah. a 107, a year younger, and one's older at 115. Those two factors, the age and the proof, make it a different pour. Yeah. So, no, I love that you said that. And you've been here long enough where I can razz you, too. That's the key. <laughs> you got the game treatment. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. You've made it, Oh, Marty. man. You've made it. If you can make it there, you'll you make, make it, it anywhere. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I gave him. So now he knows he's in. <laughs> And so that's it. That's the end of the recaps for season nine. Uh, I mean, just a great season. It went better than I had envisioned in my mind. In isolation, I think Scott will say this. Sometimes you get a little bit tired. You're like, I don't know. Are we going to, you know, are we doing okay? What are we doing? Are we going to keep doing this? And then you hear everything summed up in this episode and it just brings back such great memories and you realize how much you're accomplishing. Our co-hosts come on and they add so much and our partners, Mm. You know, the Neat Glass and Banash and the local yeah. um, and places locally like Bourbon and Branch that we go to. And, you know, there's a network of people out there that make us want to do this and give us the tools to do it well. And that's what's great about whiskey in general, yeah. I think. People are willing, like people like Doug, yeah, right. who we just met at the lounge, like we didn't know him. Right. And he's like, yeah, come over. Right. We'll do a podcast. So Doug came in the lounge last night. I was there. It was his 28th wedding anniversary. So uh, oh, congratulations. Uh, shout out to him and Sue on 28 great years. Uh, Doug's the first one. I'll tell you, he outkicked his coverage on this one. Um, <laughs> she's a nice person. She's an amazing person. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know what? Doug's a damn good husband uh, he, and a good he, father. He's he really a good dad too. What we do next last is the season 10 preview. We're going to do at least 21 episodes. We're going to do five whiskey news episodes. As you know, these are usually released on the third Friday of the month, but we're going to do the last Friday of each month, which is going to help with our new less intensive recording schedule. We're trying to drink a little bit less and set up a little less and you know just streamline the whole process and it should help make the news a little bit more timely so basically this means that the third or the fourth week might have no podcast or a bonus short right it just it's you won't a, notice much of a change it'll right. be fine it'll just be instead of the last week being open it'll be the third week open so just look for that yeah uh we're gonna do four full episodes in the winter season we only do four full episodes because we do the whiskey and the whiskey madness which we'll get to the october episode will be episode 68 we're doing blue note because of the treasure trove that they sent us right november's episode we number 69 of the ambarana barrel ambarana is a brazilian wood that is currently the hottest thing in whiskey people are finishing it all over the place uh, but People we're having- cannot get enough of Brazilian wood. <laughs> 
And who can blame them? <laughs> uh, the December episode is episode 70, Cocktail Deconstruction 2, Whose Bitters Be Better? Mm-hmm. So we're expanding our previous deconstruction episode with vermouth that we did with Marty and Rachel. We'll be doing the same with bitters this time and adding a dash of Anders. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that brighten up any day? It does. Uh, and then in February, uh, episode 71, we're going to do Viking whiskeys with Brian from Afghanistan and right down the road. This well, will be <laughs> not from Afghanistan. No. Formerly stationed in Afghanistan right. and is now living right near us here in New Jersey. That's right. This will be similar to the other whiskeys of the British Empire that we did two years ago, and we're hoping to have whiskeys from Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Iceland, and a full history of the Viking conquests from Ed. Yes. Yes. We're going to do at least five shorts. We're going to do the old Pulteney Scotch. Yep. Our annual bonus Christmas short, which is fun every year. Maybe the whiskey infusion kits that we'd never got to right. last season. And possibly something with the Star Trek spirits. Possibly something with Star Trek spirits. And maybe a quick taste or two besides that. So um, in January, we're going to do the Women of Whiskey. That's our goal. And we're wow. Looking to get, we're really looking this to be a wow. real masterpiece for us, the Women of Whiskey. Wow. Um, wow. Subtitled, wow. 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 Really good stuff. Wow. Um, just in our time of being on the podcast, we have seen a real explosion of women making an impact on all levels of the whiskey industry, but particularly in the area of master distillers and master blenders. Yeah, we've met a few. We've met quite a few. Catoctin Creek and Milam and Green. Personally. Um, and the Whiskey Madness 2024, the road to the final pour comes in March. It ends season 10. Uh, hard to believe that it will be our fifth bracket tournament. Yep. Uh, probably by proof again. Yeah, by proof gives us so much options to include stuff that we like. Not that it wasn't fun to do Irish and Scotch, but you know when you're drinking a Scotch compared to a rye. Right. When they're all based by proof, they get very similar and it gets so much harder. And to be honest, you have to look deeper and deeper into your palate. If you're scussy like you. Yeah, if you're scussy like I am. (laughs) So I hope the whiskey entry comes out nearly as good as I think it could be, but we definitely have to get working on that. We do. So thanks so much, everyone who tuned in. 35,000 downloads is hot. 200 plus episodes is hot. Some of you have been with us since the very beginning. You know who you are. Thank you. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We love hearing from our fans. The only people who post on our publications now are people trying to sell bottles out of their collection. Hey, I think I have bottles of that in my store. No, no one cares. All right. You're not going to use your online business on our expense. Our fans don't need to be trolled. Right. If you send us a message to whiskeytangent at gmail.com or even a comment under one of our Facebook posts or Instagram. We will absolutely respond to you and see it. It might take us a day because, as I said, we have jobs. (laughs) All right. All right. So thanks, everybody, again for everything. Thanks to all of our co-hosts for the past season and those who will join us next season. So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. That's another season down, everybody. Cheers. (laughs) Later.